Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I just wanted to say a few things. Uh, I, I don't think uh, this camp is a small thing. You might think, well, a little church in a little place like Bonaire that has a little camp for a few kids is a small thing. I don't think it's a small thing. I think it's the thing. It's the thing. And let me tell you what I mean. I'm talking about the joy of seeing the hand of God. <laughs> and I just want to be clear, what we're seeing is the hand of God. There's things going on here that do not happen apart from the hand of God. God's people showing up to tell kids the good news. I mean, we just heard it today. I didn't, I never wanted to do this before, but this time I wanted to do it. That is the hand of God. That is the Spirit of God changing a person. Uh-oh. Amen. That is, uh, that's not just a person changing their mind. That's the hand of God. God's people showing up to tell kids the good news and to demonstrate the reality of the good news with sacrificial love. There was a lot of hard work. Hard work. Sacrifice. Real sacrifice. But I know this. Most of that sacrifice didn't seem like a sacrifice to the people who were making the sacrifice because it was the love of God coming out of their soul for kids. This is not a small thing. It is the thing. This is a movement of the Spirit. This is what I'm talking about every time you hear me say the phrase joyful service. Nobody twisted anyone's arm to get them to help out with camp. Not one. We, uh, uh, you know, some kind of announcement went out on WhatsApp or something that we were going to have a camp and we were looking for volunteers. And the first thing I saw, some, for some reason I was included in this WhatsApp discussion, but uh, the first thing I saw was the people who couldn't do it. You know, because they needed to say, yeah, I can't make it this year, whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Then, there, then the meeting happened. And there were like 30 people at the meeting. That is not a small thing. That is not a small thing. That's joyful service. And what I want to notice, one of the things I want to notice is that was a work of God. 
and what the joy of watching these kids sing goofy songs is the joy of watching the hand of God at work in the people of God. The people of God who put on the camp and the kids who experienced the camp. It's a work of God. It's the demonstration of the good news along with the word. It's uh, We don't normally do that. It's God at work in us that causes that I love the theme he's the shepherd because it reminds me he's the shepherd and I'm not now the Bible does pastors and elders this sort of favor of calling them shepherds but I just want you to think about that for one second We're shepherds of the flock, you know, we're called to shepherd the flock. But what if you had an actual shepherd and actual sheep? Let's imagine there's an actual shepherd and we're a flock of sheep. And this actual shepherd, because there's only one, you know, the good shepherd, what what if he said, okay, this sheep right here, he's gonna shepherd. Well, we'd all think that was kind of funny, and it is. It's kind of funny. And that little sheep, he can get a bit of a head, you know, and he can say, hey, hey, sheep, follow me. And then he can run into some weeds, and what? then what happens? He goes, hey, where's the shepherd? And I just want you to know where... Uh, where the elders of the church are we're we're just the church and god has kind of led us in on something that probably he would be smarter not to but he's the shepherd not me and what i want to observe here is uh god not the elders of this church god is putting on a children's ministry in the life of this church. What we do is watch. Watch him do it. I, this came out of nowhere. I'm, I'm trying to communicate to you how this came out of nowhere. There was a work of God at the camp, but there was a work of God before that. And that's why I chose this text, First uh, Corinthians twelve eighteen. Here's what it says: God arranged the members of the body, each one of them, as He chose. And that's why I've chosen the little tag question for today: Why are you here? Well, you might think you decided to come here, but I'm telling you God also decided for you to come here because he arranges the members of the body as he chooses. Five years ago, we didn't have 30 people who would volunteer to serve kids at a weekend camp. They just weren't here. Five years ago, I don't think Jason and Dean were here five years ago. We didn't have a person who would voluntarily organize a kid's camp. I didn't ask them to do it. 
Five years ago, we didn't have 30 volunteers to put on a kids' camp. We didn't have uh, one or two, two uh, really, really good kids' camp organizers five years ago, but we do now. Five years ago, we didn't have a kids' camp. <laughs> it is not possible for the leaders of this church to orchestrate this because it involves importing bringing in the people who will do it. Who does that? Who's the only one who can do that? It's God. It's God. He sends. He sends. I don't orchestrate the arrangement of people in the body of Christ. God does. We watch Him do it. We go along with it. <laughs> we get to be in on it. The reality is... This reality, by the way, is visible in lots of areas in our church today. I can see it. Uh, just yesterday, there was a group of people here working on the plumbing in our new building. It wasn't my idea. And uh, many of those people weren't even here just a few years ago. And we've had, like, I think, what, three or four of these plumbing parties? These are just people who became a part of our fellowship somehow. They became a part of our fellowship, and they're the sort of guys who do this sort of work, and we have some of this sort of work to do, so they do it. Oh, and how strange it is that we're seeing this huge progress in our building project at the same time that these 30 people show up and are ready to do ministry with kids, which is what that building is for. When we started that building, I said, I, I thought, well, I hope when we get done with this building, we have the people to put on the ministry that this building is built for. They're here. They're here. I didn't do that. All I could do for that is pray. We're watching God do something. It's the joy of seeing the hand of God. You can see this in our music ministry. We now have four different teams of musicians that present the music on Sunday mornings. You can see it in the, in the tech team that, you know, makes a video show up on the screen or makes the sound system work. Trust me, that ain't easy. And puts all this stuff together and puts all this stuff on uh, Facebook Live so people who aren't even here can see it all, all before COVID-19 happened, when we really kind of needed it. I didn't know that was going to happen, and that, I, you know, for me, being on Facebook Live was like, ah, well, okay, if you really want us to, that's fine with me, I don't mind. I don't want to be the pastor to the world, I want to be the pastor to this church, so I don't much care whether we're online or not, but guess what? When COVID-19 happened, we needed to be, and we already were. Who did that? 
who brought the guy here that wanted to do that? And by the way, this year caused that guy to stick around way longer than he normally would by having the COVID-19. We are not running this show, folks. We are in it, but we are not running it. It's the hand of God I want you to see. The joy of seeing what God does. And you know, there's another work of God after this. <laughs> we, didn't just have a, we didn't just have a kid's camp. We just watched God invent a children's ministry in this church, and you heard it today. Notice that. Notice that. I mean, isn't that like a thousand times better than we made something happen? Uh, it's now apparent to me that the people are here to staff a weekly kids club. We had some people show up in our church in the last year. You know, they have training and experience in uh, Awana. The first day they showed up, they said that to me. I looked at them and I said, well, I know why you're here. I never met these people before. I didn't ask them to come. Nobody asked them to come. But we are now in a position to do this sort of ministry because God brought the people, because this text of Scripture, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose, is true. And we're witnessing it in this church. The people are here who are interested in leading and teaching adult Bible studies. I, I mean, you haven't heard this, but I have. A way that, in a way that we haven't seen yet up until now. You know what this looks like to me. About the same time our building is getting built, we're ready to have, we're ready to have uh, IBC family night and have something for everyone in the family. God is miraculously, miraculously, miraculously. And I don't mean to say that people don't work on it. They do. But we can work on it all day long, and if God doesn't do his thing, it won't happen. The, God has miraculously provided the funding for that project. There is no doubt this group of people, we could get all our spare money together. We could not pay for that. How did he do it? By this, God arranged the members in the body just as he chose each one of them. And God brought some people here with generous hearts and ample funds. That's how. And God moved in us to expand the generosity of our hearts. That's how. I mean, I can't tell you how much money people give that, uh, you know, I, I try not to know myself. And uh, it is, 
It is the policy of this church never to hassle anybody about how much money they give. Because I don't want your money if you're not happy to give it. If you can think of something better to spend it on, spend it on that. And what we are doing here is joyful service moved by the Spirit. And so when we have... <laughs> do you see the number on your bulletin right now? I don't have my bulletin right here in front of me. Somebody tell me the number. The, that we've raised in like a five-year period, $218,000, almost $219,000. Uh, look around, everyone. Really? How did we come up with that kind of cash? We didn't. We didn't. But God has all the cash. It's all his. And if he wants that building built, he's going to build it. And how strange that this really, really significant donation happened because God brought somebody here who was the kind of person that could talk to people who God brought here about giving in a significant way and somebody gave in a significant way at exactly the time he was about to start up a children's ministry in this church. Come on! I hope you experience the joy of seeing God at work in all these things. That's what I see. God is miraculously providing. We get in on it. We can be standing here when he does these amazing things, and we can be actually participating, serving, sacrificially, showing the love of Christ that we know. We don't think, we don't make these things happen. God lets us in on what he is doing. Our life together in this church, the life of the body of Christ in any church, it's our life together in the body of Christ is God's work. It's directed by God. It's empowered by God. It's supplied from the Father in the Son by the Spirit. Here's what we do. It's in the book of Matthew. And Jesus, at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says to the disciples, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at this camp, just what we heard about it today, and I'm like, oh, well, that is what happened. We, the, these people who put on the camp, all they did was let the light shine. They didn't invent the light. They didn't create the light. They don't energize the light. That's all from God. They just let it out on some kids, and it has an impact on those kids and on their families. That is a miracle, everyone. That is a miracle. That's all we do is let it shine. This is what I hope, want, 
I think it should be. Church should be full of the joy of seeing the hand of God. Not the struggle and pressure of getting things done for God. I hope, I, my, most, my greatest desire is that me and all of us would begin to get that what we're here to do is watch God not get things done for God. If it's up to me to get things done for God, I can't stand the pressure. It's, you know, I get that at work. I get that at school. I don't need, God doesn't need me to get anything done. He likes having me there when he does things. He likes giving me a screwdriver to hold. He likes letting me preach. I think, man, sometimes I think that must be a really bad decision to let me preach. He doesn't mind. He knows exactly how I screw that up, and he loves me doing it anyway, and he does what he does in you through it anyway, and it's him that does it, not me. If, we, if you listen to the preaching of a church, any church, and you are transformed, that's the work of the Holy Spirit, not the preacher. If you somehow get the Word of God through my preaching, that's the work of the Holy Spirit, not me. If you somehow see because you heard that word today, tomorrow you need to, or I, let me say, want to. You want to do X, Y, or Z tomorrow because of the word you heard today. I don't do that. I know nothing about that. The God knows and God moves and you move from the power and direction of the Spirit in your life. And I got to help. And I don't even know. This is the joy of seeing the hand of God. And this camp is a big, giant testimony to us as a group, as a community in Christ, to say, hey, everyone, I'm here. I'm at work. See it. See it. And I hope we continue to... I mean... What a happy thing. What a happy thing. I so much would rather know what God will do than what I can do for God. If I wanted to know what I could do, I'd find another job. I mean, plenty of people, anyone can figure out what they can accomplish. But this is the body of Christ. I want to see what he's going to do. He is going to do some amazing things. I'm sure of it because of all these things I've tried to observe for you today. I think, wow, we do not know what we're in for here. It's going to be awesome and ordinary at the same time. I mean, this is a bunch of grown-ups loving a bunch of kids playing games, singing silly songs. It's very ordinary stuff. And under it all 
is the hand of God. Oh my gosh. Wow. And so I pray, I want you to think. I hope we can all keep our eyes open, watching for his activity, looking for those things that only he does, changing someone's heart, moving someone to serve, I don't know, lots of different things. And I want you to know, you're here. Maybe you're only here today. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe this is the last day you'll be here. But that was not an accident. That was not an accident. So I have these questions for you today that I want you to think about. You could even talk about it with other people if you want. Two questions. Do you have any ideas about God's purpose in placing you here? Got any ideas about that? I mean, you probably you can think about this and be like totally off, and God will manage it. It'll be okay. But I just want you to think: Do you have any ideas? What What are you doing here? Something. God had God has some benefit in mind for me by putting you here. Just thought I'd tell you. Uh, so. Vice versa, all around. And then the second question is, do you see God doing anything? Do you see God doing anything? Do you want to get in on it? Do you want to get in on it? I do. (laughs) I want to be standing there when he does stuff. Just even if all I do is see it. That is awesome. And my prayer is that all of us will engage in this community of love in the church, in this church. If we, uh, I I just want to see how God is going to, uh, shower the gospel on Bonaire in the life of this church. That's what I want to see. I hope I'm here to see it. Father, thank you for this love you've shown us. And uh, Lord, we (laughs) thank you just for being here with us, for making it so clear that you are, for giving us a part to play, and for uh, helping us, empowering us, encouraging us, motivating us, strengthening us, to play our parts, even sometimes at a significant cost. Thank you for the way that demonstrates who you are, a God who loved us to the point of sacrifice for our sake. Lord, uh, we just thank you for these realities. We recognize we're only in a position to say thank you. We are always only thanking you (laughs) even even when we're giving it's only thanking you and uh, Lord we look forward to seeing what you will do uh, in the life of this church and in each of our lives in Jesus name we pray amen